You're listening to Barely on Topic with VA. When I think of a slap shot, I think of defenseman. It's like the only shot. I, this is what I got. Let's do it. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. Joe Sackman Sacco. Jeff. Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. back for episode 16 which we get to talk about a bunch of fun things because we're Bruins fans and it's been such a fun week yay yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry now that I see that I just can't unsee it um Yes, so obviously, um, after our, our really useful uh, pronunciation guide, a couple of episodes, or uh, last episode, because we didn't record last week, because we recorded on Sundays, and last week was the su- Super Bowl, and I just didn't give a shit about anything other than the Super Bowl last week. So, uh, you guys could have recorded, but everybody seemed to want to not record, so we didn't. So it was beautiful. Anyway, uh, so we're here again. Uh, it's all of us this time. It's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony, I hate you so much right now. I told you where you can get it. <sighs> anyway. I drank nine of them during the Super Bowl. Which for me is a lot. Did you make it to work on Monday? <laughs> I sure did. Could not have been a pleasant experience. No, it was awful. <laughs> was it more awful than it usually is, though? Yes. Okay. Oh, less right. awful than the week before, though, when I had dizziness, and oh. nausea, yeah. and headaches. Did you ever figure out what that was? You don't have to tell me right now. Cluster migraine. Oh, really? Yep. I actually have vertigo, and it sucks. I hate vertigo. So, um, yeah, so that's great. Now that we've disclosed some of our medical diagnoses, and I've told you how much I hate you because of the beer. We can continue on with the Bruins. See, this is how much I don't want to talk about the Bruins. I'm willing to talk about just about anything. I'm not going to say that word again, or those two words again, mm. yet. Three words? Three, three words? No, no, no. The second one's two words, compound word. Yeah, it's a compound word. I should <clears throat> look hyphenated. up what it is in, in German. Arschficken. Who's in the bathroom? <laughs> Oh. What? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, there was someone handcuffed to Tim's radiator in his bathroom. <laughs> Tim, I always suspected, but I just didn't know. Okay, yes, so getting back to what we were talking about originally, uh, yeah, the, the Bruins uh, fired Claude Julian this week, and uh, I don't think anybody's really particularly happy about it here. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I have problems with, and maybe I'm not going to discuss this at length, but I have problems with the timing of it, not necessarily when they announced it, because, well, that was stupid enough as it was, and yes, given the choice of watching Don Sweeney be a weasel or watching the the Patriots have a parade. I chose the Patriots parade because it brought me more joy. Um, but anyway, getting back to uh, the, I, you know, the, the timing I had, if they had fired him like two or three weeks ago, I would have understood, but uh, I didn't like the timing of it at all. Um, I did enjoy watching Cam Neely weasel, and wiggle his way through an inter- interview with uh, Michael Felger, who I usually think is a dink. But when he asks really tough questions, I think he's really fun. But yeah, I basically, I'm just like, I feel like as a fan, I think that, you know, I'm not really happy with the, the way they chose to do it. I'm not sure I buy all the explanations. It might help, but I feel like I've kind of mentally checked out. Because I've watched this team, and I feel like it was, I don't know, I feel like the, I've watched this team, and it's been a waste of my time for most of the season, and I'm really pissed off. And I should be yelling a lot more, and I don't know why, honestly, I'm not yelling right now. 
you know, VA, you went into the season with this position, so it's not a, a big No, change. no, 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 no. I you, did, you had an entire episode of us trying to convince you to be excited about the Bruins, and I uh, wasn't entirely sure how successful we were. No, I wasn't really excited about the Bruins. It's true. because But then um, I tried to buy in, and I just – and I thought I did. But I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I just thought they would be good enough to watch. And I don't know. I feel like I've just – I feel like I've wasted a lot of time with them this year, this season. Well, well, I think all of us here, while no one wanted Chloe to be fired, it's been it's been fait accompli, I think, since probably that that Detroit collapse. Yeah. Oh, um, and here we too. are. And part of me is relieved that it's finally happened, despite being unhappy that it did. I think I speak for a lot of Bruins fans across the board in that posi- on that ad- in that respect. You know, it's watching the slow motion train wreck. It's probably best that it's happened. I'm. It has to have been rough for Claude. You know, he's been on the brink of being fired forever. Like there was talk he was going to get canned to- at that first round series in tw- that first round in 2011. Then they turned around and won it in Game Seven, and you know, won the cup that year. So that worked out. But uh. I would have bought that they would have uh, fired him basically when he did collapse or when the team did collapse a few weeks ago before the all-star break. It's like, I, I knew it was probably, probably going to happen and I would have bought it back then. I wouldn't have been happy about it, but I, at least I can understand it a little bit more. I just feel like this, I felt like, and maybe I just read too much into it. I felt like um, Brad Martian had a good, read on the team and thought, oh, Claude's, a, Claude's fine. Don't worry My about it. My guess is what lasted, made him last as long as he did is obviously Brad's been playing like a man possessed for weeks. Pasta, is, Pasta and Bergie as well. And, and, and Tori Krug. So these guys, the guys that really really had really bought in were doing everything they could to keep him employed. I think. And that's sort of in line with some of the stuff that, that Neely was saying on that Felger interview, too. Well, Felger... Now, Neely... Felger asked Neely if he felt like um, Claude lost room, and he said no. But did he lose players? And he said, yeah. He's like, he doesn't... I don't have players coming and telling me about it, but I, I think it's possible that he lost players. And I wonder if the players that he lost were Chara and Bergeron... And who the fuck knows where Krejci is? I usually see him out I think, in space. I think Krejci's the big one here. To be honest, I don't know. Bergeron's been being Bergeron all along. He wasn't scoring. His scoring's picked up. I think Bergeron, in the end, was one of the ones rallying to protect Claude. Those last few weeks, Bergeron's been, you know, scoring and stuff again. He's got 15 points in his last 10 games right now, and that only includes two post-Claude games. Yeah, one of them was a four-point game, so okay, fine, maybe that works out that way but what do you think about the only player on the team who publicly said anything about Claude being Marshan? Marshan's turning into this general the only vocal Bruin personally I think it's he's putting in his bid to be an assistant captain when, when, when Bergie moves up um, among other things because he's been being he's, he's much more vocal lately about all uh, comprehensive things he's sort of becoming the the media face for the Bruins. He's doing, he's the one, you know, that called out that homophobe on, uh, uh, on Twitter, the much fanfare. He's of course been chosen to be the, uh, the spokesperson for, uh, the, for, for everyone can play the Bruins and stuff. He's, right. He's becoming, it's interesting with the new, with his recent success as a player and his increased profile nationally, both as a good player, not just as a rat. He's changing his outward persona as well off the ice. Think that people who won a Stanley Cup under a certain coach, a coach who brought them there, coached them through it, and all that, should it just say something in public? Just something positive. It, it doesn't have to be about how it was this year. It could have been like, yeah, it's really, you know, it's a shame, but we've got to move on. And, uh, you know, Claude did a really great job and we won the Stanley Cup and blah, blah, blah. That's. I'm looking for that, and the only person who said anything about that was uh, was not Bergeron. It was Marshan. And I look at the other three guys who I would expect to say something, and they said 
nothing. Now, my only counter there would be that Marshan, that Bergeron, Chara, and especially Krejci are all pretty quiet guys. But of course, they're the ones that are the litter have have not have letters on their on their on their sweaters too. So I see your point. Cause like, remember, the only other two guys besides those four that were on the on the cup team were McQuaid, and really at this point, who cares what McQuaid has to say? Um, and Rask, who was back at goaltender, so at, at the time, so whatever as well. You had better bet, <laughs> and maybe this is—I don't know how it, this is—if it, it transfers between sports or not. But there are lots of other players who have said things about their coaches being fired or whatever, or whatever good times they had with coaches. I don't know how it is in hockey. I really don't, but it seems to me that there should be somebody else who had a history here, who had some some shared experience that was as awesome as winning the Stanley Cup, and you should just say something nice. You don't even have to say it directly to a reporter. Release a fucking statement. I, I, I feel like when he hinted at players being lost, basically the three players that I expected to say something didn't say anything, and I think those are the players that got lost. And I, yeah. I feel like the, the team leadership on this team is shitty. I kind of hinted at the, the shitty leadership at the end of uh, last season, which doesn't seem like that long ago. Um, <clears throat> but going back to Marsh making those statements, he was a rookie on that cup run. And it, it seemed to me cause that... Uh, Maybe not much of the other coaching staff or even the GM had faith uh, in Marsh, but uh, Julian did. So I, I think they're the, you know, those two guys are they just have a very special relationship. That was, uh, you know, he uh, Brad became a man under Julian's well, watch. That's a, that's a valid point. At least Bergeron, of course, you know, played under both Sullivan and uh, Lewis. Chara played under under Lewis and, of course, any number of coaches before that. Um, did did Krejci debut under Lewis or not until until not until Claude was uh, was coaching? I think I don't think Krejci ever played for Lewis, but uh, so Krejci hypothetically should owe a lot more to Claude than than, 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 than he's let on as well. Who? Krejci. I Krejci. don't think ever ever played under Dave Lewis either. So, well, when did Bergeron win his Selkies? <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. No, no, I'm, I'm, you know. Bergeron. I mean, they were, they were under the the Julian years, no doubt. Yeah, I just feel like these guys, though they may have played under a, an assortment of other coaches and everything, I think they still owe something to the guy <laughs> to say something nice, not like. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying like you even have to like uh, give like a two hour lecture. Just say something. You know, it's. Great, you played all of. Of all of six games under the Dave Lu- in the Dave Lewis season, sorry, yeah. I need to finish that. Yeah, you know what? I've had bosses that got fired, right, or quit or whatever when I was working in the, my previous field, and there were times where it was just like I, though, you know, the president of the company did not want to hear anything. I would say something positive about my bosses because I genuinely learned something under them. Not that I achieved great status or great heights under them. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's always, except for the one person who only lasted two weeks and I only saw her twice. I didn't have anything good to say about her because I didn't know her. (laughs) But remember, hockey players are kind of expected to not have a personality, except for the guys that have a surplus, in which case they are the ones. So so in something like this, a guy like Marchand, or, you know, if you're on another team, someone like Burns or Subban or Vavetchkin, these are the only kinds of guys you're going to hear things from. Because the rest of them have all been hammered into never say anything even vaguely controversial. I just feel like it's disrespectful. That's that's all I'm going to say. Again, this is just how hockey culture is wired. For better or for worse, mostly worse. I'm just saying, it's like I don't think it's a reasonable expectation given what we know about how Hockey players are expected to behave by media and certain sectors and certain traditionalist sectors of the fandom and so forth. I think I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I, I think that. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying agree with it. I'm just saying this is this is a raw statement of fact. <laughs> I still think Bergeron would have said something. He didn't. I'm surprised more players didn't tweet it. Well, no, no. I mean, Brad actually said something to a reporter. 
Both right. before and after, yes. Right. I mean, the more I... I, I just love Brad. I really do. I love Brad. I've lost I, respect for other players. I just I, I like... have come to the thinking that I want Brad to be captain when Chara goes, rather than Bergeron. But I don't not... want Bergeron to be captain. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just done with him. It's like, I, I just feel like he... I think he's getting older. I um, Not to say that he's absolutely losing his skill and stuff, but he's losing some of it. And I just feel like he doesn't seem to be the the guy that uh, that guys really rally around to me. Maybe not, but they're going to give it to him no matter what. Oh, I they probably like. will. Just because he's been the longtime assistant for now. He is, and the, it's, face of, he, he is the face of the team and has been forever as well. <laughs> that too. Yeah, well. Yeah, but who makes that decision, though? Uh, technically, he's supposed to be coaching, but realistically speaking, that's stuff like that comes down from the top. That's how someone like Ovechkin or Crosby becomes uh, becomes captain. So oh. quite early in their times on their teams. Batman always trots him out when he needs something to say to the Frenchies. Jesus, I mean, it's so obvious. So Bergeron. Well, because he's very intelligent too. You know, I mean, not a lot. Not a lot of players are particularly good-looking guys, and Bergeron is very much a good-looking guy. That helps as well. Best in the league. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. I would kiss him. <laughs> there's there, there, there's there's a lot of, of of PR bullshit associated with it. That's 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 why. <laughs> there are handsomer like men in the league, but but not on the Bruins. Yeah. I know, that's why some of us have to look elsewhere for it. But anyway, um, luckily that's not what I'm all about. It's I thought Tim perfect. Thomas was underrated in terms of the, the looks category. He's just plain. Nothing wrong with that. There's just neither here nor there. Just a, He's just a fucking guy, you know? <laughs> I like his beard. just saving it. No, just, just a guy in his bunker. <laughs> his mustache. Saving so, it. At this point, yeah. at this point, I'm pretty sure we can file Tim Thomas under undisclosed location. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope he has like those arrays of batteries that are all set up for the bunker, you know, to power just in case the generator goes out. And um, but he won't use solar power for sure. He'll use good old fashioned something. Petrol. <laughs> well, if he has the batteries, I mean, they're just they're they're. Batteries, they they're it, chemical pr- uh, compounds and so so on and such. But yeah, he's got some kind of generator, and um, I hope he has those big like what are they like five gallon or ten? No, they're bigger. Those big jugs of 55 like five gallon, <laughs> fifty gallon drum. Well, I don't know what size they are, but they're the big tubs that they have like the little packets that you just add water to. <laughs> It's some kind of gross food stuff. <laughs> I hope he's surviving on those. I Honestly, to- I hope he's underground somewhere in Colorado just getting high. That's what I like to think of Tim Thomas. Oh, and he's converted all of his money to gold. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. No, no. Bitcoin's too speculative. No, definitely gold. Gold, gold. is the currency. He's got anyway. gold. He's getting high in Colorado. Anyway... Let's get back Making on track his own here. From the toilet water. Someday we'll have an episode where we're going to vote on our like best looking Bruin or whatever the fuck. Or I don't know. When we're really bored. <clears throat> I would say if we were really bored or high, but I, I'm never going to get high. So, Oh, I can do that right now. Uh, good for you. If it's edibles, we got like a half hour wait on you there, Tim. So. Yeah, it's true too. Yeah, so... <laughs> So anyway, I have some uh, Jankum. You guys want some Jankum? No. What <laughs> okay. <is that>? <laughs> Nothing. Just <laughs> continue. <laughs> what? It's a fermented uh, human dung. Gets you high. It's, it's the fumes from above yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really totally not into the ammonia highs and stuff. Yeah, all right. More for me. That, that's fine. Um, this has that's taken stinks. a bad, bad turn, and uh, we're going to return back to um, Bruins that we hate. No, um, I don't know. I just, I, I'm just, I think I wanted more out of the leadership of this team about Claude being fired 
let go, whatever term you want to use. I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. I just think it's an unrealistic expectation given the nature of hockey players. Well, and then it's, Brad, it's great. Well, it's settled. And then I need to stop watching oh. hockey. Well, <laughs> here's I mean, one thing. Oh, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead, Tim. I guess I'm just surprised Bergeron didn't say, say something. He's the one person I'm surprised. Like, Chara, he's not really vocal anyway. And I know Bergeron isn't, but of the two of them, to say something, I'd be more likely to believe that Bergeron's going to say something. I'm just surprised he didn't. I mean, I remember even in when the Red Sox, when they fired Francona, players came out and said stuff. Like, it's, it's I don't know. I'm just surprised that only Brad was the only one to say something as well. It's because Brad is really rad. He's awesome. I love him. He's Bradtastic. He's radical. That's a good pun. Radical. 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 It's a good pun. Radical. Tim, are you just frozen? Oh. No, I'm here. I think Nick has a question. <laughs> a statement. Yes. I'm trying to be. You know, I'm just trying to uh, uh, stay on point here. No. Perhaps some of these players, even though they're sad to see Julian go. Maybe they're actually a little bit relieved because his dismissal has been rumored now for the past two and a half seasons. So he's weird in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. So now it's finally happened. Uh, I mean, that would be, uh, especially for these guys who've been here a while, they won the cup with them. That would be a lot of stress kind of on you. And yes, they are professionals, so they got to deal with it. But still, that's a lot of stress. And now, in many ways, the stress is gone. Because well, he, he failed. Good job. He lost his job. But actually, I think the pressure is on now because we can't blame it on Claude. Which, for the record, let's, let's get back to what Don Sweeney and Cam Neely said. Basically, they knew there were holes in the roster. But basically... But, because Claude couldn't overcome them and couldn't coach around that and coach through that and get them to a good place, he got fired. It's funny that they say that because they haven't been able to overcome the holes either. So I know it's a self-preservation. Get back from goaltending! No, no, but I'm saying... (laughs) What I'm saying is that we lost a good coach. Yes, probably things fell on deaf ears. Death, death, death. Fell on deaf ears. Um, maybe things got really tiring for the players and blah, 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 whatever. And we know that there are problems with the team. But basically, it was just like, ah, well, we got to fire clothes. You know, and then hopefully they'll be able to put it all together. Yay! Hey! <laughs> oh my God. I, I just, you know what? There's a, a really um, dark side of me who really wants just Sweeney and Neely to be gone. Um, and we know how that can happen. Well, it probably won't happen. It's not going to happen because somebody's giving somebody blowjobs or whatever has pictures. They'll stay. It's fine. Uh, the Jacobs don't really care about the fans. They don't care. They just want the money. What the hell? Are you guys going to say but, uh, savage butt fucking? Because I don't think that's appropriate here. I was getting ready to. <laughs> <laughs> you, they want to savagely butt fuck the roster. <laughs> you guys said it. Not me. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait, you were wait, thinking wait. it. Don't lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now that I've completely lost my train of thought, there's a part of me that wants them to be gone. Um, I know it was a self-preservation move, whatever. And I already predicted that the team wasn't going to make the playoffs, so I should be like just like sitting back and just watching. Um, except that I'm just, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know if I feel like watching anymore. Hockey season's too long. Uh, long. It's just I don't I don't want to watch that many games anymore. I, I, I <laughs> the one thing I hope happens here is I hope the players are scared because if you can fire the all-time winningest coach in your franchise's history, nobody is safe if you fuck up. I feel like they have really? no more no, excuses. That's not true because contracts are guaranteed. I I feel like they have no more excuses for the losing. It's like players that come back from injury, 
supposedly they're injury free. You know, we're going to get through this bye period and they're they're going to have they've already had some rest. They're going to have some more rest. You know, all sorts of teams are going through the same issues that that we're going through. All right. Now they've relieved the head coach and they've got some new guy who's going to do whatever and we have a magic hockey stick or something and everything is going to get better. So now's the time for them to prove it. Well, here's the thing. These two games under the new coach, there's been signs in that mo- in that direction. Congratulations. I, I mean, seriously. It's no, 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 this, this, is, this is the segue we wanted. We didn't want to dwell on this bullshit part that long. Focus on what's happening going forward now. Thank you. This is what we discussed before we started recording. Please. <laughs> This is actually more important at this point. <laughs> the future. The only, the only bad thing about uh, Cassidy is his haircut. It's atrocious. It is bad. Um, Did you really just leave? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, seriously? <sighs> Um, sorry, I, I lost my... I really didn't want to record an entire show ranting. It's why I cut her off. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be a tension diffuser. I hope it worked. Um. <laughs> no, I, uh, I agree that there's some positives coming up. Um, the team looks like they're faster. There's some big changes that have happened already. Um, it's going starting with, with um, Thursday's game against uh, San Jose. Um, the big change I noticed was that you yeah, had Bacchus crashing the net. I, I don't mean to cut you off, Jeff. Tim, are you drinking a Four loco? <laughs> no, the can looks like a Four loco. <laughs> no, it's sorry. <laughs> oh, just. <laughs> I was going to say, if we had a four local, where the hell did he get it? <coughs> oh, we sell him there. I can get him. College town, baby. Anyway, yeah, so... Sorry. So, Thursday's game against um, uh, against San Jose. There's some good signs there. Uh, the big one I noticed was Bacchus uh, crashing the net. Um, and so what I picked up from this was watching that game... We weren't seeing, we were told Bacchus would be, you know, as, as we'd go to the net, go to the, go to the dirty areas, throw his weight around. We weren't seeing that at all, really, in the first, you know, what, 50 games he's been in Boston. If that. He's missed yeah. a bunch of time. Oh, yeah, but my po- point being, we hadn't really seen that from him yet. And it got me thinking, is, um, does Claude really know how to use a net front guy in that classical net crashing sense? The best guys he's had for that were Recky and Louie, which were both who are both top rung net front guys, but they weren't they weren't net crashers. Mm. No, they were. There's a huge difference between net front and net crashing. And because, like you know, for example, he's had you know obviously an array of classical power forwards, but 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 Luch, Horton, Iginlin, none of them were net crashers. They were all soft hands shooters, despite yeah. big physical guys. Um, and sort of that sort of makes me wonder. Is like the same thing with Jimmy Hayes, who yesterday had one of his best games in in black and gold, if not his best. He didn't have any shots on goal, mind you, and he had an assist. But he was looking good. He was in the right places. He was he was crashing the net. He was actually there at the net front in the net front where you expect someone with pretty finite skills in the form of like Jimmy Hayes Who's to be trying. Did he to, lead to in yesterday's game? Um, he his assist was on the. The chiller goal, I think. No, there was a, there was a distinct net drive he had that opened up a lane. I don't remember whose it I was. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, but but he was on ice for a couple because that, that that third line, which I'll get to, because this has been a bit a hobby horse of mine for some time in this space and others. But um, but yeah, basically both Bacchus and Jimmy Hayes have looked like different players these last two games. Yes, it's an incredibly small sample size. But I'm wondering if, yeah, Claude didn't know how to use really that type of player because that's not something he's ever really had. And so we didn't have them doing that. I think uh, uh, Julian switched to a more up-tempo style of uh, game, which those bigger net front, uh, net crashing 
uh, players actually do not do so well in that speedy game. Yeah, they can't keep up. Yeah, um, which, which so, might be why Hayes was having a particularly bad year, and Bolesky yes. was having a bad year too. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bolesky was, you know, pretty darn good last last season. So how bad he's been this year has been sort of astonishing. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was phenomenal last year. He actually, I think he outplayed the contract last year. Well, I remember he, seeing the breakdown was basically first line possession, second line scoring, third line salary, which is great. This year hasn't been like that at all. Oh, he's been no. fourth line, uh, fourth line production, <coughs> great possession, third line salary, which is not great. Yeah, as uh, I have said, uh, I've used this term before. He's been fucking garbage. Trade him, he's fucking garbage. Not really, but but yeah. So yeah, yeah close. And that was the one thing is, and Ty Anderson noticed this after the San Jose game as well. And he wrote an article on him. So like the shots, we were getting a lot less missed shots. So like there was so the, the shot volume was still there, like in Cologne, because that's what they've been doing this year. Crazy is generating so many shot attempts, but they were going really wide. So their coursees were high, their coursee was high, but they weren't putting as but, but but the proportion of those that were their shots on goal weren't great, and a lot number of those going in was of course abysmally slow low. Um, so less wristers from the point, more more um, uh, close in stuff. And we're sort of seeing the difference there, and it's it's definitely there's some there's some changes. Like broadly, the style of play is not terribly different, but there's definitely something different. And I I sort of think it looks better for the personnel we have. I'm uh yeah, of course, very 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 small sample size. Of course, so I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna hold off uh, any sort of real judgment, but it, it does it does look promising. And we typically see this um, when, a, and, and actually in all sports, when a coaching change happens, the next ten games or so, they play very well. Unless and the then, team is such a dumpster fire that just, that it won't make a difference. Right, right. Say Florida like, Panthers say hello. Fired what was it, um, Martin, and put in and put put in Cunningworth a few years ago. Sometimes with a tight team, yeah. that doesn't change a thing, but. <laughs> Uh, like the Bruins yeah. aren't different defensively than as they were over the past fifty something games compared to these two with Cassidy. There's still holes. It's still. I, I made a statement on Bobby DeBerge on the San Jose game. Why can't they close out games? And I mean, they didn't really close that one out. They kind of squeaked it through. Sure, yeah, they, they get the out, quota. They, they put they put up six six goals on that game. That's a. Uh... It's, it's the the, the, the um, uh, Canucks game's the one that they squeaked through. Right. Yes. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> but, well, I made the statement in the San Jose game. I remember that. Um, but th- at that point, it was two th- um, four to two, and then they scored to make it four three, and then power play goal, empty netter. Yeah. Um. But like that second period against the Canucks, atrocious. That was the team not performing well enough. That's still an issue. It needs to be better. Yeah, it's interesting the Canucks game because um that first period was phenomenal. Third period, extraordinary. But what the fuck was that second game? That was second period. That was like avalanche level bad. And it was all. <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever watched. Like I considered going back out into the freezing rain to make another dump run because they played so bad while I watched compared to listen on the radio. <laughs> I would rather risk death than watch this game. Is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, <laughs> I um I uh, vacuumed and mopped my apartment during the second period. So it's your fault. Yeah. On a great okay. note, though, if you guys come over, it's very very clean. And you, I'm not not ashamed to show off my apartment. Yeah, I cleaned here too recently, and it's not um, a shithole. It's weird. Oh. But, um... I, I think... Oh, sorry, I'm stealing the spotlight again. The one very small change... Well, I guess there's two changes that uh, Cassidy has done with the lines. Uh, is he's, he's spreading out the talent a little bit. Uh, he's yeah, putting Foster we'll on the second. And, oh my god, Spooner's playing center again. That's been going on for a little bit now. That's but- true. But but the line that they put him together there, it's like, it's like it's like I think someone suggested this last summer. 
Yes. Playing <laughs> um, Spooner between Vetrano and Hayes, and holy shit, on two on thir- yesterday's game in the Canucks, that line looked really freaking good. <laughs> Disher, look good. shooter, garbage man. Oh my god, what do you know? <laughs> of course. Now whether Claude would have used that line to its maximum effectiveness again, as I've been talking about with this net crashing thing, is a question. But um. Well, here we are. The, uh, I don't, the big, go ahead, Nick. I would say the big test, uh, unfortunately, will be tonight uh, against Montreal. Hopefully this podcast uh, uh, sustains the test of time until it's released on Wednesday by a victory against Montreal. Yeah. Positive thing to be about tonight is that um, uh, Carrie Price has been hot fucking garbage for a while now. Uh, mm. The photo <laughs> of him just standing looking the other way. Oh, not just it's like standing all the way up to not even kind yeah. of a crouch. It's like wow, it's that's um that's a controller disconnected moment. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So yeah. Oh, and, and uh, just I, I was stated in the pregame uh, unrecorded section of this, but uh, yes, uh, one of our backup schoolies got their uh, regulation win. Yeah, that's the first regulation win. Since apparently February thirteenth last year was the oh last regulation that Gustafson got last year. Jeez Louise! Udobin's first win was the overtime. Yeah, yeah, a shootout I think too. Yeah, yeah against Carolina. That is the first regulation win since la- in well, it'll be a, a year tomorrow. So two yeah. days short of a full goddamn calendar year. This is Scott Gomez. Gomez not scoring goals territory. Right here. <laughs> Did Gomez score dot com. <laughs> One of my well, favorite websites. Like that's like seriously fucked up. And that sort of ties into how not great Tuca's been for a while. Right. So yes. Okay. He's played. A, he, he's played a bunch and he's had some good games since he took the Yossi shot to the neck. But he's had some other incidents, right? There was the migraines, there was that groin tweak, and he keeps getting carted out there. Tuca is fucking exhausted, which is why he keeps getting these minor little bits and little dings and dents, too. Yeah, when you're tired, you're, you get hurt. Yeah, you, get, you, you make mistakes, you get hurt, so your play suffers in a variety of ways. And so, you know, people, you know, and then we, there's been some fights there in, in, our, in, in the private chat this week, actually, about that. Um, and basically, he's like, oh, no, it's not the injury. He's like, well, no, it's more complex than that because he's exhausted. Yes, I believe that the, the Yoshi shot to the neck was just sort of the last straw that set the ball rolling. He's probably fine from that by now, that specifically. But Yeah, I, I remember at one point he was on pace to, to uh, start 58 games, which has actually been the ma- magic number when it comes to Boston Bruins goalies. Whenever they play 58 or 59 games, they, they win a Vezina. Look it up. I'm not making this up. So, he is now way above that mark. And uh, he is not going to win a Vezina. He's, uh, yeah. he's, uh, he's, his, 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 his save percentage has cratered since, uh, yeah. since, since Christmas. Well, because he's not on pace to start 58 or 59 games. He's on pace to start like 70. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, here's Here's the things the Bruins sort of missed a chance today to improve the backup goaltending. The um, Hamburglar? Yeah, yesterday the Sens uh, for the second time this year waved um, Andrew Hammond to the Hamburglar. And he waved back. <laughs> All the way to Binghamton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, which is interesting because he's. It would have been a reasonable gamble. The only catch is he has a, he has another year term after this year. If he was an expiring contract, it would have been like, don't why on earth would you not claim them, right? But uh, so I don't know. It was kind of a missed opportunity, I think, because the team has acknowledged they need to do better on the backup goaltending side because it's quite clear Doby's not not capable anymore. Zane, love him, is not there yet. I love you, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, should we even mention Subban? Subban's been playing a lot better lately. He just won again tonight, and he's got he's only given up uh, like seven goals in his last six games. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but you know he was pretty fucking bad through the fall. I think the only reason why the Bruins didn't go for that is suddenly they would have too many goalies, um, 
on on the roster. I mean, well, that would just because then they were they'd be looking at um, as many as um, six goalies under contract. Yeah, six goalies under contract um, with four of them signed to next year and two of them RFA's. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, and because, uh, Mal- and Hammond makes a little too much. He makes about yep. a million five. Mm-hmm. No, I got actually, I got to side with the Sweens on this letting him go. Now, if they could somehow trade one of our extra goalies, that would be ideal. But, um, I did see someone suggest that maybe a better move for both teams would be trading, seeing if we could trade, uh, Dobie and, uh, and, and, uh, and Hammond. Basically, mm-hmm. the idea is that okay, if, if, if the Sens are going to bury Hammond, they're because they're a budget team. They're better off with the guy that costs three hundred thousand dollars less, and hundred and um uh, and, and so and so would have about you know, I think a little bit, and it would be about a hundred grand on the cap. Not that it matters to the Sens at all, really. It's right. like real dollars. The only thing that actually matters to them. Um, there you go. So, like, that's not a bad idea. Like, I think that's the sort of thing that Melnick would be, uh, like, it would be on, like, white on rice. <laughs> but but also, he'd probably do it without having to take back the million two or whatever it is we're paying we're, we're, we're paying Kadobin. And do, I guess, would either teams want to help each, help each other out in the, in the division? Well, in this case, that's sort of a mutual. It's like, okay, this is... Yeah, it, 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 like, it doesn't affect... Okay, that's the one thing, is yes, because it would help positively affect Boston on the ice. It would have mm-hmm. no effect to Ottawa yeah. on the ice whatsoever. So for right. financial, actually, Boston gains from helping Ottawa on the yeah. financial side, but Ottawa probably wouldn't want to help on ice. So, But uh, we're, we're sounding real nerdy. So let's move on. <laughs> I call that... <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, that's why I brought it up because it was like, oh, that's a good point. I stole your thunder. That's what I did. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, yeah, so it's too bad because it was an opportunity to do something. They didn't, but they have to be doing something. They can't. I mean, it's it's probably too late now. That horse has left the barn. Getting in a good back of goaltenders not going to lighten Luca's load enough at this point to make a difference. Yeah, it's true. The Bruins would have played 150 games to compare to everyone else's seven. So it's... I mean, it doesn't seem honest. like enough to, enough gap between the Bruins games played and everyone else. Yeah. You have, some, <laughs> you have 57 games played compared to, say, Ottawa, who's just who's two points ahead of us, has 53. Um, we're down to only three games in hand over, over Toronto. Who hey. lost last night in regulation. Yeah. Which makes me very happy. And um, actually, that's interesting. Is even if uh, Toronto ends up beating us in the standings, we are now that second uh, wild card uh, slot is very much available to an Atlantic team now. So you're telling me there's a chance. It's a chance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, any other thoughts? Yes. We missed Claude. I think we all agree. Is anyone surprised that it, it happened, though? Is anyone surprised that he's fought, he's gone? I mean, really? If they were going to do it, they waited too long. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd gotten to the point where they either rode him for the rest of the season or would have fired him three weeks ago. Right. This is... Want to hear my hot take on why they, they waited three weeks? Yes. Proceed. So, about three weeks ago... Uh, Sween said he would, you know, that he, he he made some vague statement that yes, a coaching change is a possibility. Um, well, that was even further back. That was oh. very beginning of January. Oh, there you go. Okay, that before things had really had really yeah. imploded, right? Things were you know rocky but not bad. <laughs> well, then after that, he followed up with, you know what? We really want to improve the power play. That's something that the coach needs to do. And then after he said that. Anthony raised his hand. Go, go ahead, go ahead, but I have things about the power play. Well, I, I, I'll let you uh, roll with that. Basically, it improved, and I have a feeling Anthony might mention why, but um, it improved greatly. So suddenly, your main reason for getting rid of the guy isn't valid. Uh, it really just took an ugly loss to complete what you wanted to do weeks before. 
they needed one really good excuse. Because I really think they wanted to get rid of him in the offseason. And I stated this somewhere on the interwebs. It may have been in a private chat room um, or a public chat room. I don't recall. But if they got rid of him over the summer when they wanted to, he would have been uh, going within the division, most likely to Ottawa. And because of that, you uh, that Sweeney's is like, I don't want that to happen. I'm just going to hold on to him and uh, basically hire his replacement. Well, not hire his replacement. Promote his replacement, um, you know, just waiting in the shadows for when I finally do make the move. Anthony. We talk about the power play improved. The tweet from Ty Anderson yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Bruins are 23 for 75 on the power play. 30.6% since Frank Fatrano returned. Yeah. Young Pope. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> the Rifleman starring Frank Fatrano. <laughs> The oh, Rifleman Frankie. actually uh, was a. Uh, he used to play for the Celtics, the original yep. Rifleman. Chuck yeah. Donners. There you go. The day I don't post the intro to Twitter whenever Frank Pachano scores, it's probably because my computer's dead. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Frank Frank Pachano. We we talked about this for ages that there was that the left wing was wrong with him out, right? So and here we are. He's back, and that's been better. Oh, and um, just to follow up some other. Uh, tidbits. Uh, there is a video of Bergeron lamenting the firing of Julian out there. That's kind of what I suspected there had to be. Um, uh, it's uh, about 11 seconds long. Uh, it's not long, but it's it's there. Anyway, and then uh, Tuca says the same thing, just uh, not as cool. Get a lot of taciturn guys on this yeah. team, even by hockey standards. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, Marsh definitely really threw it out there. I mean, you can predict what Bergeron said. It's, you know, it's what hockey players say when I, when their coach is fired. Yeah. Oh, you it's, know, it's unfortunate. Uh, we, uh, let the, we know it was our fault. Uh, no, uh, that was pretty much, that's it. I just played it for you. And then it was, then that's what Rask said, Anthony. hockey players doing interviews in either in the locker room or intermissions it's just tina belcher from pubs burgers Uh, it drives me nuts well well you know we gotta put put some pucks on net there and uh yes (laughs) uh (laughs) the pucks on the net there and um you know score some goals and get some real hustle and um you know so and so provided a real spark there and <laughs> we, we or, or it's the uh, the almost foreign guys from Family Guy. <laughs> I was so hung out this morning. I drank six liters of beers, but the beers cost six dollars forty. <laughs> oh, like early uh, Ovechkin interviews are great because he has no clue what they're asking him. He just responds with any random assortment of English words. Sometimes I'm not entirely sure that's just how he operates on a daily basis because Ovechkin's kind of a crazy person. Yeah, I would not want to meet him alone and like and dressed in red. He might charge at me. But <laughs> uh, so where I was going somewhere with that. You yes. Bring up that Bergeron had in fact reacted. Yeah. Not much, though. Not much. You, I still think he would have said a little bit more, but, eh. It's such is life. Such is life. I might have a new favorite player on the Bruins. I'm really digging Marsh. Um, he's, he's what I want more players to be. Yeah. Again, I, I honestly started to really think, think that he should be the next captain. Um, but Whoa. Whoa. I said it already today while we were recording, like, it's, oh, it's sort of been building in my head for a bit now. Yeah. It's like you know what, like this is what I want a, a captain to actually be. Yeah, I mean, I would. Because I, I want would more players to be larger than my personalities. This is a long time been my position. You know, you all know this. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be role models and heroes to people. They'll be boring and drab. Okay. Yes, he's a bit of a she's still a bit of a shit heel on the ice, and that 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 sort of act builds against that, but. He seems to like draw his power from it. He's like a he's like a shit rat, Samson. Samson. <laughs> For every thing he does on the ice, he draws more power and scores more points. I think he would be next in line if 
if Bergeron didn't have the longevity. I just I, oh, I'm I'm confident Bergeron will be the next captain when when Charlie when Charlie leaves the team. Um, see, I agree with that. I'm more inclined to think that the captaincy is open for uh, availability throughout the team now that Claude's been fired. Uh, the team's marketing revolves too heavily around Bergeron. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you could still market Bergeron even though he's not captain. He's been doing it for uh, years. Whether real or not, though, I can't imagine there wouldn't be a perception of it being a slight. Of course yeah. not. Of course there would be one. That there'd be a slight perception. However, I am going to say unambiguously, I think uh, Krejci needs to stop being... Have, needs, needs to stop having a letter altogether. Oh, for the love oh, of yeah. God, yes. And actually, this is something I brought up in the chat thread, and this is awesome. Serious, personal speculation, hot take, but I'm going to fucking put it out there anyway. Hot take? I think you guys remember this one. I mentioned this earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I genuinely am starting to think, and I love Krejci. For a long time, he was my favorite Bruin. Mm-hmm. He's, he's I'm wondering if Krejci's favorite Bruin actually, is actually starting to become a bit of a problem in the locker room in a way. His, his play this season has been very listless. It isn't just because he's come back from injury. There's been something not right. And some of his comments sort of hint that he's, you know, sort of grousing about the line mate situation. Mm-hmm. You know, that yes, he's, he's, he got comfortable. He had, you know, he had Luch running out. We're running out his wing, knocking over everything in sight for so long. Then he lost Luch. He, he got accustomed to Louis, and that worked out really well. And then Louis left. And then this year, it's been a fucking blender. He was very upset at that Louis departure. Yeah. So I, I'm Maybe. really genuinely thinking, like, I think, you know, Krejci's probably becoming, a, might well, and again, I have no insight whatsoever. Listeners, this is me 100% spitballing. And again, I loved David Krejci for a long time. I do think he maybe he's becoming a problem. Um, and maybe the coaching change will solve that problem, too. And I think maybe having, taking, put, giving, putting the A somewhere where it should be more. Namely, that second, that rotating A should probably be Bacchus and Marchand, not Bacchus and Krejci. Um, or even don't, or don't even rotate it. I want Marchand to have an A there, though. I think I think he probably clearly deserves it. He's clearly a part of the emotional emotional core of this team. Yeah, but if it's not rotating, I think Marchand would get it over Bacchus. Oh, I agree. <laughs> either or, either or. I think it's a fifty fifty toss up. I, I can't I, imagine I can that, that either way. I suspect bringing Bacchus in sort of came with the. Knowledge he'd be part of the of the, yeah. cap- of the yeah. captaincy group though, the formal leadership group as opposed to. But it to took the, a long time for him to get that secondary A. It really? Took so, him, did we start the season with a okay, No, crew got it at the beginning of the year. Okay, no. I, be- I believe I'm. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure crew had it at the beginning of the year. wearing the A home, a lot. Oh yeah. So yeah, and getting the home A is a big deal. That's true. Have they switched? Lately, he's switch been... around half half the year. Okay, well, maybe maybe that's <coughs> maybe so he that might that... he might have it now. Okay, I'd forgotten that it switched. I thought that for all those time when it was you know um, uh, parents and uh, Kelly and Kelly rotating that it was uh, that that it was one 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 way all season. Okay, no, they switched about halfway through. I only know that because I was like, that's that's stupid. Why would they do that? And I was doing research for it. And it's like, Kelly and Farron switched. I'm like, I don't want it for this year. I want it for this year. <laughs> There's no no reasoning to think that they would deviate from that plan. Anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Where were we? Krejci uh, A needs to stop. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong, especially because, again, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> He's so maddening. If only more people that talked about hockey would admit that. My biggest gripe is I really wish people would stop blaming Jimmy Hayes for everything. Like I feel I kind of like here today is that yeah Jimmy that's why that's why the like, two weeks ago when we were saying he was a problem. We agreed to not talk about Jimmy Hayes. Like he hasn't been great, and maybe he improves under the Cassidy thing, but he's not. He's too small of a fish, and I see it on Twitter every fucking day. And I'm like, you boners, 
you know, <laughs> shut up. Here's the thing about Jimmy's. Yes, he's overpaid. Yes, because he's a local boy, he was always fucked. Yeah. And so you see certain people that over-defend him because, for, for, for reasons like that. I'm not going to name the individual. I think you know who I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> um, yes, the trade looks bad because Riley Smith... I mean, because of how good Riley Smith's season last year was. Incidentally, Riley Smith has been hot garbage this year. <laughs> Every like, other year. He's yeah. just the Josh like Beckett of hockey. Yeah. Good news for Florida is he'll actually be good the first season of his new big contract next year. Hey. It'll look totally justified. After having looked this bad, the season between the season between signing it and starting it, uh, um, and then and he'll course, go into the next year and it'll be garbage again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, things don't look great. And the fact of the matter is, he's the only regular roster player left from that trade. Because Which he was are you first- talking about, Jeff? Oh yeah, she's not here. I can say it, can I? <laughs> the second. Oh. oh, that one. Forgot yeah. that existed. Yeah, so, so yes, because, you know, Joe Morrow doesn't fucking count. He's played nine games. Um, yeah. Or 16 or something like that. I, I think it might be 16. Since... Sorry. Let me, let me, let me get that Either way, but yeah. still. 17 games. 17 Wow. Games. But, but Joe Morrow's awful, though. Well, right. <laughs> but I, I thought it would be more. <laughs> uh, yeah. He so plays, anyway. and it feels like two and a half games per. So that yeah, 17 so... becomes 30-something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, incidentally, that's uh, five points on the year from uh, from from the total sum uh, results of the of the, the second trade. Uh, in, in Never the should have traded. <sighs> um, yeah. you can go ahead and hit me the next time you see me. All right. Well, I would love to meet you all in person. No, well, if you didn't live in that deep fried dystopian hellhole down there, uh... dude, come on, <laughs> the water's fine. <laughs> you could have you come to my party last year. I could I mean, have. At least it's not. The snowpocalypse over there, so... You can come to my party this year, too, though. Um, I... Uh, we'll we'll bring this offline, but I think my semester starts later this... I guess next... We're gonna do it earlier this year, too. Well, even better. Early August. Yeah. Um, because... You, too, Jeff and Tim. My, uh... August. Community colleges here start about two weeks before regular universities. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We get out at the same time, though, so go figure. You gotta uh, get more knowledge. Knowledge. You know what I like more than the Bruins and scoring goals? Get knowledge. There you go. Here are my Lamborghini Bacchus deal. Knowledge. Um. Hopefully people will get that reference. I don't. <laughs> You only know what you need. You need some more knowledge. <laughs> it's a... Uh, I don't know really what the hell it is. It's just a YouTube thing. YouTube. Uh, so, uh, where else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I don't you know. Barely on to, uh, bare necessities. I think I think it is time for the bare necessities. I'll just, I have you know some comments on Zaboral, but whatever. I'll see him. I'll probably see him again next weekend, so maybe next show. There you <laughs> go. It'd be a good bye week show. If I go next Friday, Saturday, I don't have anyone to go to the game with. I might have to go solo. But hey, I went to a hockey game solo last night. It's okay. Solo. That's a song. Something. Something solo. It's also Hans' last name. So, uh, who wants to start off the bare necessities? Well, All right. um, <laughs> I was going to start off with the sexy schedule talk. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> get a new segment! Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's just not a lot to uh, <laughs> talk about in terms of schedule this week. Because this week is the Bruins bye week. Where the, the boys will off be off, uh, you know, doing their thing. <laughs> But uh, in the short term, that? you got a game against uh, the Canadiens starting in a half in an hour and a half. Fuck the Habs, fuck them twice. Just savagely, just a half hour, <laughs> half hour away from Montreal. And of course, uh, by the shortly after our next show is recorded next Sunday after the bye week, we'll be playing the San Jose Sharks in San Jose at mm. eight thirty p.m. Eastern time. Oh, I like that time. 
It ain't bad. It ain't bad. Could you, could you say? <laughs> but could you say during this bye week that the Bruins have an open schedule? I'm gonna ask Tuka Rask out on a date. <laughs> um, which, by the way, remember one year ago we couldn't think of a topic, so we're like, "Hey, it's Valentine's Day. Why don't you talk about a dream date with the Bruins?" And your guys like, "That's really dumb." And then we did it anyway, and it was amazing. It was pretty good. <laughs> so thank you for. Uh, was it? Sexy schedule talk or sensual schedule talk? I like sensual. I mean, it's only the second time we've done it, so we could uh, we can have that conversation. Okay. One on one conversation. Think it is. I think the listeners should decide if it's sensual or sexy. We'll get like one person feeding. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm with feedback there. <laughs> Most likely be G. Catherine with the. Uh, <laughs> She's giving us the rats again. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry about that. <laughs> is that is that contempt? Is that contempt for the audience? I like her. It's just she, she, she acknowledges I, that she listens to us. I know. That's <laughs> we like that. Yeah. Or you know, as they as they would say. Uh, on Goodfellas, just busting your balls. Just busting your balls. We love Eugene, Catherine. We really just, do. Like, seriously. Now, now, don't stab me in the back of a... Just throw me in the back of an old Buick. Anyway, what? that's what happens to the guy who busted balls in Goodfellas. Oh, yes. Mm. So, um... If it's a new Buick, though, I mean... Oh, those things suck. Oh. Yeah, that'd be okay. That'd be acceptable. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, what are you drinking? What you do? I'm, what you eating? I'm not eating anything because oh. I haven't gone grocery shopping. Mm. I'm actually doing leftovers tonight. Very nice. Um, but I am drinking the last couple of beers from the Super Bowl party. It is our wonderful host VA's favorite beer, as she has told me several times, and is very jealous of what I'm drinking. But it's Warsteiner. It is a Dunkel, and I drink a lot of it. Dunkel Downey. Dunkles have become my new favorite style of beer by, like, a long shot. I've yet to have any coffee milk stout this year, which is a huge tragedy. If you guys find any coffee milk stout, by the way, I don't know the regulations of mailing beer, but you can't get that down here. So, um, Not by um, uh, uh, U.S. Postal Service, as I found when I tried to send my uh, my, my, my um, uh, Bobby DeBerge, um uh, Ah, so uh, you just, just got to go FedEx uh, or UPS? Yeah. Okay, cool. Good to know. Appreciate that. It's been your mailing talk, but barely on topic. Mm. Send me beer. Yeah. All, well. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Not- no, that's it. Timmy. So, yeah, I um, mine, I'm still battling a cold. Mm. So my my bare necessities are a weird combination of airborne, Dayquil, Nyquil, and twisted tea. It's a time. That's a fucking wow. time. <laughs> so, I mean, are you gonna put all in one glass and light it on fire? Because that sounds awful close to being a flaming homo. Oh no! I mean, they were separately. I'm not gonna drink them all together. But yes. All right. Um, I, I noticed you've been bundled up in that blanket throughout this podcast. I have, yeah. This thing's the best. I've had it since college. Oh. Nice. Uh, I've had a, a blanket, a wool blanket with moose on it since college. Uh, speaking of moose, I think of Canada, Jeff. Bare necessities. Um. I, uh, I don't have a lot in house tonight, right, right now, so I don't know if I'll be drinking during the Habs game or not. If it, if it comes to it, I got scotch, but it's good scotch, so I don't usually reserve that for hockey walkie, hockey mm. watching. Good call. But uh, you know, I, I reserve the right if things get ugly to uh, to go that route. Um, and then, uh, well, then there's no games the rest of this week, so I, I'll make to uh, you know, give the old give the old liver a couple days off. Uh, 
I mean, <laughs> I had most of last week off because I was sick, but yeah. <laughs> Unacceptable. I'm not judging Tim. I just, you know. <laughs> the alcohol, it sterilizes the insides. It makes the cold go away. It's how yeah. it works. It really, uh, it's really good for your liver, too, I heard. Uh, Cleans it out. Yeah, totally. So I guess I'm next. Um, again, we only got one game. That's tonight, and by the time this is out, the game had already passed. I will probably drink the last of my Red Blend boxed wine from Target. But then after that, you know, no Bruins games during the week. You know what? I'm not going to. I'll just be drinking water and coffee and studying Biology 110. Ooh. Which is, I think, general biology. I don't know. Don't like it. Don't enjoy this online class I'm taking. But anyway, so that has been our episode. Again, we are, uh, you're, we're barely on topic if we have not mentioned. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and wherever podcasts are found. If you would like to communicate with us, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Uh, where uh, Then we, have, of course, have our personal Twitter accounts. Um, I wear a hat on Twitter to identify myself just so you won't get confused. And, um, I, am I on a serious note? Am I forgetting anything? Word? Things, things, things. Yeah, sure. Yep. Word. Word. 